There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B-105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B-105. You know what? You're right. Who Was Right Last Night this morning? Oh, this is a classic Christmas argument, and I can't believe we haven't had this one before. Uh, Rich is here with us. Good morning, Rich. Hey, good morning. Anna, your wife, uh, you guys are having a little dust up over this one, and it's over a artificial Christmas tree against a <laughs> real Christmas tree. Oh, my gosh. I'm not even ready for what's going to happen here. Come on. Tell us, which one do you want? So I prefer the artificial Christmas tree, the same one that we've had for about the last five years, which has never been an issue. You know, I just would like to continue using that one, and my wife wants the real one. Oh. She wants a real tree. So it's never been an issue until it's now an issue. She wants to change it up this year, and you guys better decide quickly. I mean, yeah, you know, he's had his tree up for three months already. I, I put it up Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> Is what I did. But that's all right. I mean, but my, I will say, artificial. It's three little sections. Boop, 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 boop. boop. In is fact, it- if you look inside my tree, there's a tag that has an A, and then there's down a little bit more B, and then C. So I remember, like, oh I don't gosh. know which order to put them in. Is but it I, pre-lit? Mine is, yeah. What about yours? No, ours is not pre-lit. We, I mean, we, we have fun, though. That's the thing, like, you know, we, we put up the tree, and we decorate it. And it's just like, I don't want to have to like drag a first of all cut down a real tree drag it out put it on top of the car bring it home put it up vacuum every day water it whenever it needs to and then when it's all said and done you got to drag it outside throw it to the curb vacuum again you know it's just it's too much and don't forget about the you know you're supposed to have that christmas tree bag underneath it so when you do get ready, you pull the bag up around it and tie it off so you don't get needles, especially when it's dried out at the end of the year all over the house. Oh. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too. Like, you know, like I I I get what I get why she wants the real tree. I'm like, you know, like it's just you it makes it you know, it's like the tradition of it and it feels more homey to her and all that, the smell and I and I get the benefits of having it. But like here's the thing, like I don't know you know, and, and I'm not trying to like sound like one of those guys, but like your wife wants something and then you're the one that has to do all the work. You know what I mean? Whoa. That's another thing. Oh, you know? well, she's going to help you decorate it and put the lights on that's it. Be, that's all the fun stuff. Yeah, true. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just being real with you guys. You know, so you're, saying, you think but, if you get the live tree after the initial, oh, let's get it decorated and trimmed and yada yada, and then the next thing you know, all right, she's moved on to the rest of Christmas, and you're the one left sweeping up the needles, uh, making sure it's got water in it, and all that. I'm doing all the maintenance. I mean, yeah, she wants the tree, but who, who's who's getting underneath the tree and cutting it down? Yeah, Me. well, you know, they have. You can just buy them already cut down. I mean, that, you can do that. Yeah, you could also just go to the store and buy one that's in a box, and you just put it together in two seconds, and there's no <laughs> issue, you know? Wow. And, well, maybe- and I'll tell you what, there's also, 
there's no extra charge each year to get a new fake tree. You just pull the box out. Right. My mom refers to them as her Christmas coffins. <laughs> oh, the ones that... Like her oh, big yeah. tree The big, in long the box. box. Yes. She's got a long box that has a bunch of ornaments in it. The Christmas coffin. All right. So Anna is insistent on the homey, aromatic feel of a uh, of a real Christmas tree. And you're like, let's just dance with who brung us. Yeah. It's just like, what? what let's just... We have, we have a tree. The same one we've been using. Let's just... Let's just do what we've been doing, you know? Okay. All right. Do you have a closing argument? I guess that was it, wasn't it? Um, no, I just, you know, make it, just make it make sense to me. Okay. Ashley? Um, I grew up with both. Uh, I like a real tree. I get that you don't want to put your, like, all the work into it. Have her help you. If she wants it, right? I say that and he's going to be doing all the work. Mm, I say, yeah. hey, go get the real tree. Or your wife. Maybe she wants to start a new tradition. Team Anna. I say uh, Team Rich. I'm backing you oh, all the way. Because I've got my, I, you know, I love the art. I've had real Christmas trees in the back. I don't like the whole part of having to saw off the bottom just to get it flat. So it sits in there on those medieval spikes of the Christmas tree <laughs> holder at the bottom where you put the water. Then your hands get all sappy. And then at the end, it doesn't matter if you got that bag or not. When you take it out, it's a disaster. That stuff's everywhere. Those needles break. Oh, I'm sorry. I am now over on the side of artificial tree, and that's where I shall stay. Rich, I side with you, but let's see what our B105 jury thinks at 749-B105 and also through the app. Okay, buddy? Sounds good. I appreciate it, guys. And artificial or real, have yourselves a merry little Christmas indeed. Yeah, thank you. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, who was right last night? Uh, it's Rich and Anna. They're in an argument. Rich is total artificial tree, wants to keep the one they've had for years. This year, Anna wants to get a real Christmas tree. Statman's out doing toy trooper pickups, so me and Ashley split one-to-one. So let's go to the phones here. Angel from Bellevue, you are team Rich, a.k.a. artificial. Why is that? Having by a Fraser fir candle, it'll smell the whole house like a real tree and that's a compromise. <laughs> Funny. I like it. And you don't have to water the candle. Thank you very much, Angel. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Billy from Dry Ridge, you're kind of both. Team Anna, Team Rich, Team Fake, Team Real. Why is that? Because everybody has their own thing on what they want to do, but I feel like if he just bites the bullet and lets her have her way this time and she sees how bad it really is with a real tree, then he's not the bad guy. She got her way and probably won't ever ask for another one. Wow. Corey from Warsaw, Team Rich. Well, I uh, I grew up with an artificial tree, and we're actually still using the same artificial tree in my house today that I grew up with when I was, you know, a young kid. It is easier to clean up, easier to take down. So how old is your artificial tree? Oh, probably 38 Two-ish, 30-ish, somewhere. <laughs> Your tree's older than me. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. The funny thing about it is every year we put it up, we, uh, you know, we lose more artificial needles, which is okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the same thing as the... You know, same thing as the real tree. It's kind of like that artificial tree is like a man. As it gets older, it loses hair too, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Michelle is Team Rich and Colrain. Why is that? Well, it's just easier, like you said, to just keep putting up the same artificial tree instead of all the trouble and now the expense of going out to buy a new fresh one. Mm, they are very expensive this year. Thank you very much. Thanks. Have a great holiday. You too. Jamie's waiting on the B105 app. 
He sounds like a turd. <laughs> he said they have fun putting up their tree. He can have fun doing this too. Sometimes it's nice to change it up. It's once a year. Jeez. Very good. It is a 750. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, it's the, well, let's just go ahead and say it, the not so Big Dave show here. Because when a guy walks into the studio that is seven foot one, you know, come on. You don't look so big anymore, Big Dave. Not anymore. From the Harlem Globetrotters, we got Joey Hot Rod De La Rosa here with us. Hey, I I I You wrote that R. You wrote wrote that that R. R. You know I got that Come on, Joey. Man, this is awesome. So the Harlem Globetrotters are coming back to Cincinnati here. You're going to have them at Heritage Bank Center. And it's, it's almost like a holiday tradition now. We have two games that day. We have a doubleheader. We have a one at 2 o'clock and one at 7. I have to be honest with you. I've never been to a game. You've never been to a Harlem Globetrotter game. Ever. And I say the, the only time I've seen it was on... Do you remember the movie? I don't know how old you are. Little Nicky. Little Nicky. <laughs> oh Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. You're going to have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but if, if you're trying to say, yeah, come out, come see you, come to one of the games... Like, why? What goes on there? Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters are known for the what-just-happened moments, the slam dunks, the fancy passes, the ball handling, the tricks, the four-point shot. I can't tell you everything. You got to come out to the show on December 30th. I told her she needs to go. She need to come through. Yeah, she need to come through. 30 bucks, I mean, I'm there. You played basketball in high school. You had Did you? Yes. I actually just beat our afternoon host, Jesse Tack, and horse. I didn't even get a letter. Yeah, he was, yeah. I know, I know. But okay, so what is your like special? My specialty is um, I got the signature move where we do the magic circle. Well, now the magic circle is when you show off your height, weight, of flexibility and your individuality. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I go around with my tricks, and then at the end, I flick the ball behind my back, catch it with my right hand, and put it between my knee and my elbow and then I do the call me and then I pass it off I pass it off to my teammate that's my sig- that's my signature move alright and why do they call you Hot Rod how they did you get your nickname well Hot Rod they call me Hot Rod cause on the basketball court I'm built like a muscle car American made oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, even though we're rolling the R's in that last name yeah, now, yeah. now Joey come on now alright we got uh, Joey Hot Rod De La Rosa here from the Harlem Globetrotters so how long have you been with the Harlem Globetrotters uh, this will be my third year. I will be going into my third season, so my third training camp, and it's been an amazing experience. I've been traveling the whole United States. I travel outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about my story. The yeah. Harlem Globetrotters came to my school when I was nine years old, my elementary school. They came to the Bronx on 183rd Street in New York City, and they was doing the same tricks that I do, throwing um, it under their legs, putting it behind their back, and spinning a ball. And that day, I got in to play the game of basketball. Now, I'm curious. You said you went to the number one high school for basketball. Which is Mount Verde Academy in and Orlando. And who else? What other famous players went uh, there? Ben Simmons, D'Angelo Russell, Joel Embiid. Uh, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. they that's they produce multiple uh, Division One athlete, and they go on to go to the NBA. Or what play are they overseas? serving in the cafeteria there? <laughs> <laughs> the kids go so tall. Well, hey. 
Hot Rod, we appreciate it, man. We no, cannot wait for, for the Globetrotters to come thank into you. town. It, if you've never seen them, take the family. Your kids will love it. The adults will love it. And somebody in the front row either gets wet or glitter on oh, them. I can't don't, remember. Don't, don't tell them. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't tell them. Because I got, I got served back for them when I come back to Cincinnati. So don't tell them what we do. But yeah, come out. You get the tickets on Ticketmaster or HarlemGlobetrotters.com. And don't forget, make sure to get a, a Hot Rod jersey because it will make you 7-1. Ooh. All seven foot one of Joey Conrad de you, thank la you. Rosa. I like how you vote on. You I got on. it, man. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Uh, Statman's out in the B105 sleigh right now visiting some of our B105 toy troopers. And, oh, my goodness, today he's got some nice wheels, it sounds like, because you're at a, a transportation service? Yes, Premier Global Transportation, and I'm with the owner right now, Tony Arena. And you signed up to be a toy trooper, and why did you collect all these toys? Yeah, no, absolutely. We collected all the toys. Uh, it's, it's the time of year to give back. And uh, every year we, we find a different initiative to go after. Uh, and nothing closer to home than and working with you guys, B105, and, and uh, helping the kids, right? Uh, year in and year out, we think it's about us. And uh, it's really not, right? And uh, who better to help than uh, some youngsters that are in need? Yeah, in our area. Well, pretty cool. Well, what do you guys do here? Uh, we're a uh, non-asset based 3PL. Uh, we we are. Uh, I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, yeah, no. We, <laughs> essentially, uh, real simply, we pick up product and deliver it for customers all over the country, uh, Canada and Mexico, right? And oh. so uh, we facilitate transportation, go out and find trucks, and then get product moving for people. Well, well, you must have had a great Christmas growing up. What was the best one you've ever had? You know, it, it, it's hard to think back, right? You remember the ones that uh, are most recent. But when I think back to a kid, it was my first set of golf clubs, right? And uh, I forget what the heck the name of the, the clubs were, but I remember getting them. They were shiny, and I was told, hey, you can't beat these off the cement. But uh, since <laughs> I got married, I stuck with golf, and now uh, I'm, I'm 40 years old and played golf since I was 12. What's your average score? Uh, we won't go there. We <laughs> <laughs> hit the horn one today, man. Thank you so much for donating to Toys for Tots, helping out the Marines, and helping us get to 10,000 toys for girls and boys. Absolutely. We appreciate you all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, uh, the Big Dave Show. We're well into the holiday season now. All kinds of holiday parties. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, little bit of the spirits going on at the parties. You know, some uh, alcoholic beverages. and Holiday cheer. What? Yeah, holiday cheer. Christmas cheer, indeed. And by the time you get to January, a lot of people are like, well, I just need to dry out, right? So now it gets bigger every year. Dry January, where people say, I'm not having any alcohol. I guess after New Year's Eve, is that how it works? Typically, some people do a damp January where they just cut back a little bit. <laughs> damp January. Make it, Come make on, it you're not even trying there. <laughs> All right, so this leads to, you know, non-alcoholic drinks kind of gaining a little bit of steam in January. And actually, we've got breaking news on this. Yeah, White Claw has apparently launched a new product, four flavors of their new non-alcoholic drink. So it's a White Claw with 0% alcohol, and I'm like, um, isn't it just a seltzer? Yeah. Then... Yeah, flavored it's, seltzer at that point. It's not... Why do you... It's so mean, weird. It is so I mean, weird. Yeah. It's going to drop on January 1st, according to their website, where you can get 12 packs or single flavor six packs. And, uh, I mean, it... 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I will say the non-alcoholic or going dry for a little bit has gained a lot of momentum. Sure. So it's pretty smart for White Claw to get behind this. Although, but again, like we just said, it, isn't it like just what? seltzer? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. But good for them. They're getting doing, doing something. So weird. So you took it a step further. Yeah, well, I started kind of investigating what they call now mocktails, where you yeah. uh, have, you know, for years, like my daughter would always order Dara, give me a Shirley Temple, you know, that, those things like that. Yeah. But now they're getting even fancier. So I went through a list of uh, some of the more popular mocktails, and I found one that uh, was of interest to me, and I thought I would try to make it. It's called the Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cinderella mm-hmm. Mocktail. What's uh, in this thing? Well, the Cinderella Mocktail is uh, orange juice, pineapple juice, lemon juice, uh, ginger ale and grenadine, and oh. I, I made them for you guys. Yeah. And I, I got to be honest, I had, I made it the other night. I did not try it. It looks pretty. It's just missing vodka. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I, I, just I, I, I thought the same thing when I was making. It. I was like, ooh, I bet this would be good with vodka. <laughs> <That's hilarious>. but, <laughs> but, okay. So you're supposed to garnish it with a piece of pineapple or whatever, but I didn't do that. I just thought we would taste it to see. So you ready? All right, yeah, yeah. Let's All give right, it this a is chance. the Cinderella mocktail here. Hmm. It's like a carbonated ocean spray. Yeah, basically Ooh. what it is. I like it. Yeah. And this way, mm. without the alcohol, you know, you're not going to like black out and forget your slipper or whatever mm. with your Cinderella drink. It kind of yeah. reminds me of Tang, actually. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that powdery drink. Oh, I like without it. Without the alcohol in it, it's got yeah. no little bite. It's no, just kind of. No. I but can, I can't picture like, this geez. with, like I said, with a little vodka in it. Would be. I know that. But that mean, defeats the nice. purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All of us, like, yeah, it's a great mocktail, but it'd be better with vodka. In it. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Yeah, I think we need a dry January. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your sign. Cheers. Cheers. More of the Big Dave podcast. Hey, it's Beautiful Five Stat Man, and this is a different kind of toy pickup because Donna and Becky are not toy troopers, but they are. Party animals because go. they threw an awesome party and had everybody bring a toy. How did right. this work? And please, we're in the basement of her house with this awesome Santa's workshop. What's going on, Donna Haverlin? So here's what we did. Last year, we came up with this idea to do a Toys for Tots Christmas party. And it was game night uh, toys party all in one. So if you brought a toy, well, you had to bring a toy in order to get in. And then we had games, and we had prizes for people who won the games. Cool. Um, and just drinks and appetizers, just fun. So mm-hmm. last year we collected 66 toys, and so we thought we could absolutely do better this year. Not only my sister Becky, but my sister Beth and my sister Mary, they help out. And the four of us together um, sent out invitations, and the invitation said, come have a great time, play some games, bring a toy, or two or three. But if you can't show up, please send a t- gift. So we have a lot of these toys came from people who didn't make the party, but they were able to send us a gift through Amazon or just delivered them or, or passed them off to us. So co-workers, friends, family, 
Everybody pitched in, and this is what we got. Awesome. And you had all sorts of fun games oh, for yeah. the party. Yeah. What kind of stuff did you do while you were here? We played Jenga. We played Connect Four. Classics. We, we played um, Tenzi. Um, darts and so it was just a lot of fun okay. you got to know people that you hadn't seen before or you hadn't seen in a long time and everybody came out and had a had a great time and people brought friends yes even yeah. better yeah. and the friends brought toys obviously Absolutely. oh yeah. my gosh yeah. this is a, do you have any idea how many toys are in there there was at least 150 at last count wow. but there's been a few more added since then Wow. Well, I can't wait to empty out Santa's workshop and get this to the Marines. Hey, thank you for helping us get to 10,000 toys welcome. for girls and welcome. boys. Becky, thank you so much for helping right throw enough. this party. And uh, guys, let's keep them toys coming. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. I love it. The party animals, toy troopers, it's amazing. What a success. I tell you, people stepping up this time of year to help us get 10,000 toys for girls and boys. The Big Dave Podcast. A lady in Kentucky, okay, she bought her Christmas tree. She had a carpet cleaning company come over. They were cleaning her carpets. And he, the guy went to unplug, you know, his equipment or whatever and saw her Christmas tree moving. Thought at first, oh, it's a little ornament or a stuffed animal in there. There was an owl, a baby owl. An owl yes, in her tree. In her tree, which they were able to get the owl and... Let it free or whatever. Thankfully, it was a baby owl. A baby owl. I know, but I would still be freaking out. <laughs> wow. Freaking out. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a Texas woman who was just chilling, <laughs> heard some things going on, thought it was her pets. Uh, turns out there was a long rat-like tail hanging from her Christmas tree. Oh, boy. And there was a possum in, oh. her, in her tree. I am literally freaking out right now. I have no idea how this possum got in my house oh, and up into my tree. And I'm trying to get him out, but it will not let me. And I just don't know what to do. I don't know how I got in here. I don't leave my doors open. Somebody help. <laughs> you got to call a critter getter for that one. You would think. She put on rubber, rubber gloves and went in to uh -huh. get the possum herself. And like yeah. she said, it was clinging pretty hard. But oh, eventually sure. she did get it and then dropped it. And it took off like under her furniture. Oh my God. <laughs> and then she said that eventually she had to tackle him like a football player. <laughs> I mean, I just can't. Uh, crazy. It's crazy. And let him go outside. She said she would have actually kept him if he didn't smell so bad. And then there was another <laughs> family that had praying mantis all inside the tree. I would rather have that, I think, than a possum. I don't know. What? One possum, a bunch of praying manti. Is that what you call them? I don't know. I can't with you right now. <laughs> no. 749B105. Have you found anything living in your Christmas tree besides your cat? We know cats get up in there all the time. And <laughs> if, if there was a possum in my tree, I mean, that tree's just done. We're going to start over. <laughs> just pitch it out the door. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. We were just talking about uh, things people are finding in their Christmas trees all over America. You had the uh, praying mantis infestation somewhere. The baby owl in, in Kentucky. Yeah. A possum in Texas. Oh, yeah. C.T. Bowen reached out through the B105 app. It's not something that was inside the tree that was alive, but something that was inside the tree that someone forgot. My dad liked to hide stuff for Christmas. And bought my mom some emerald earrings and stuffed them in the tree and he forgot about it. So when we took the tree outside to shake it out, to take it to the burn pile, the present fell out. My mom was shocked, wondering what it was. And it was her earrings my dad forgot he had bought for her. 
Keep up the good work, everybody. How do you forget that you had a present? I'm going to put these really expensive earrings in the tree and, well, just forget about them. (laughs) A lot of variety. Mix of everything. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. So we were talking about strange things people are finding in their Christmas trees, a bunch of praying mantis, uh, uh, owl, a possum in Texas. And you want to remain anonymous here, sir, because you don't want your wife to know you're ratting her out. Yeah. This was back when all the kids, all four of the kids were little. They would not go to bed Christmas Eve. So my wife made a tape recording and put a, a Santa Claus inside the Christmas tree. And she made a tape recording, and it kept saying, I see you, I see you. And she would play it when the kids wouldn't go to bed. Well, my son got up. He was probably about seven years old and tried to find the Santa Claus in the Christmas tree. Got up Christmas morning, and our tree was laying in the middle of the floor, and all her antique ornaments and stuff was all busted. Ooh. Because the kids were trying to find where the Santa Claus was that was watching them. That backfired pretty bad, didn't it? Yeah. And every every Christmas I bring it up. My kids are 30-some years old now and moved out. And she still says, don't remind me of that. I'll kill you. <laughs> well, guess what? If she's listening to B105 right now, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> Well, hopefully this time in the morning she's at work. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope she ain't listening. I uh, appreciate it. You guys have a Merry Christmas. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today involve Taylor Swift and Kenny Chesney. No, they're not dating. Settle down. You know, she's with Travis Kelsey for crying out loud. But we all know that uh, this week Taylor Swift was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year for 2023. And during her little interview with Time Magazine that she's going to promote this fact, something came to light that none of us ever knew about. 15 years after it happened, you see, there's a chance that Taylor says she would have never reached the heights she has if it hadn't been for an extremely kind gesture from Kenny Chesney. Oh, yeah? So, in her interview with Time... She revealed for the first time just how instrumental Kenny Chesney was in the early stages of her career. When she was 17 years old and just getting going, Kenny named her as the opening act for his tour that year. Huge honor. <laughs> yeah, Come on, I'd say man. So. I mean, Kenny plays the thousands of people, so get out there and get your music in front of them would be amazing. Taylor says, it was going to change my career. She was so excited, but the excitement was short-lived, however. Because Taylor came home one day to find her mother on the front steps of their house crying her eyes out. I know. Because she had just gotten the call that Taylor was being dropped from the Kenny Chesney tour because a beer company was sponsoring it. Corona. And Taylor was underage. Oh my gosh, are you serious? And she was devastated. I she, mean, she's going to drink beer. But, you know, there's rules for things like that. So she could not be on the tour. Now, fast forward a year to her 18th birthday party. She sees a member of Kenny Chesney's management there who hands her a card from Kenny, handwritten, that said, I'm sorry you couldn't come on the tour, so I wanted to make it up to you. With the note was a check for more money than Taylor Swift said she'd ever seen in her life. Wow. She was able to pay her band some bonuses, able to pay for her tour buses, and able to fuel her dreams. Oh, my goodness. So, yes. Kenny Chesney, stand-up guy, and he should be the co-man of the year <laughs> for Time Magazine because, boy, that's the way to do it. Kenny Chesney, thank you for the good vibes this morning. B. B-105. More.
of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. Well, she's quickly becoming the biggest advocate of dad jokes we could ever ask for on B105. She is a freshman at Claremont Northeastern High School. Olivia, and I'm to understand that you are right now in the lunchroom with a bunch of your friends there? Yes. Let's hear them. Yay! All right, all right. So you've got an audience there this morning, Olivia. Give us the dad joke, please. Uh, how do you wash your hands over the holidays? <laughs> I don't know. How, how do, do you wash your hands over, over the, the holidays? holidays? With sanitizer. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's sanitizer. Cute. I love it. All right. Well, Olivia and your crew there have a great day at Claremont Northeastern. Merry Christmas and hey, happy dad jokes. All right. All right. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.